Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. It's time to get locked and loaded with Gun Sports Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey, will teach you everything there is to know about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your American right to own and bear arms. Now, here's your host, Dave Stahl and Lance Pelkey. Right, folks. Well, Lance Pelkey is out and about with his lovely better half. And uh, so he's relaxing today, which he totally deserves it. Uh, but that's okay. I got the man, the myth, the legend, Michael Schwartz. And this wow. boy's been busting his butt the last couple of weeks. This is Gun Sports Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. And this segment is brought to you by The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue in lovely San Diego. Open 10 to 10, seven days a week. It's only closed a couple times out of the year. But go to thegunrangesandiego.com. Check out everything they offer. They are the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. How you doing, Mike? Good, man. What a buildup. Well, hey, it's the truth. I mean, I don't think I've ever met anybody that works as hard for the community as you do with the San Diego County gun owners. And I'm proud to see that you've expanded it into Riverside. And yeah. I'm sure you have some other cities that you're working on. Yep. O- Orange uh, just went over 150 members and Riverside uh, just started about a month ago. And, wow. and we're uh, rocking. Yeah, we're going all over the place. A couple other, uh, a couple other areas that we're talking to mm-hmm. as well. That's fantastic. But, but it's all, it's people reaching out to us. They're seeing what happened in San Diego and saying, Hey, we want that here. So it's, it's, it's not like we're even having to do any, um, you know, searching. They're coming and finding us. Well, that usually means when somebody comes to you that you're doing the right thing. I hope so. I think because who else, who else, I mean, I don't know anybody else that's, that's really taking or looking after the little guy, not even NHRA. I mean, NHRA, NRA. You know, really, when you come right down to it. Well, everybody's, I'm a member of every group. And I think they all have their place and Mm -hmm. they all have their, uh, uh, you know, they all play their position on the field. Um, you just got to make sure that, you know, when the ball's hit to you, you know, no matter what inning it is, you got to catch it. So we're, we're playing our place on the field and everybody else is playing theirs, but I'm very thankful for all the work that everybody does to defend the second amendment. Weren't you a little surprised that it's rocked and rolled as much as it has? I haven't had time to stop and think about it. <laughs> hey, we've got some awesome news. It came out about it last week. I think it was, and you have a special guest on the line to talk about it we have a very special guest i'm just going to bring her on and we're going to talk about it tracy from crossroads of the west better known as the gun show mm-hmm. so here's the big news everybody um the big news is and we had tracy from crossroads of the west uh on, on the line scheduled the uh, a judge actually put an injunction on the uh gun show ban and said, yeah, you have a case to make. So what happened was uh, the uh, they had an emergency meeting. Oh, there she is. She's on the line. Okay, so let's, let's go ahead. Around. You want to go ahead and bring Tracy on? Yeah. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Sorry, my, I'm in and out of service. I'm just driving to the middle of the state. <laughs> well, that happens, especially on the weekends. So, hey, congratulations <laughs> on the news. Well, thanks. We're so excited to be back at Del Mar. It's a, it's a great... Um, happening for all of us it is we're all very very happy i can't tell you the we we put up an event on our facebook page on san diego county gun owners just to you know come to the to the uh 
to the gun show event um, just to get the word out. And there's over a thousand people already, and it's only been a couple days. No, that's excellent news, and we really appreciate all the people who have held us out there with you, Michael, specifically, and all those um, gun owners in California and San Diego specifically that have been there fighting for us. We appreciate your help. Well, we're happy to have you back. So tell us a little bit about you you guys lawyered up, and you took it to court, and the judge uh, put an injunction on their ban, and then... Uh, last week, the Agricultural Board said, okay, uh, we're going to add dates for September and December. Um, is, is that pretty much how it all happened? Yes, that's right. So we'll have the two shows that are scheduled for this year. We've requested dates for 2020, and we'll have a little bit of more activity in the courts, I guess, before we can for sure determine that 2020 will happen. But those two dates for this year are going to be happening in September and December. Excellent. So that's September, what, 28th and 29th, right? 28th and 29th, uh uh-huh. And then in December, the 14th and 15th. December 14th and 15th and September 28th, 29th. So, Tracy, since you have the the pulpit, what would you you tell the general public that's listening? What what do you need from the public? You know, we need you to turn out in big numbers to let them know that there may be a few people who are opposed to us and our hobbies, but there's thousands and thousands of gun owners in California and in San Diego County that are there and want to have gun shows in Del Mar Fairgrounds. Fair representation to use that public venue for those of us who want to gather together and, and discuss and, and talk about gun, gun, gun ownership and all the things that go with it. And you know, another thing that a lot of people don't realize, how many hundreds of millions of guns do you have at the show? You know, there are so many. There's no other better opportunity to be able to see so many firearms in the same place at one time. You can compare the prices from local gun stores and some of those private owners, and you'll be able to see more guns in one sitting than you will have to you'll spend days driving around the county if you want to see all the guns in, in one day. So, And, and just, just to clarify, because I've had a lot of questions, everything's the same. You're going to be able to... Yes. Yes. Oh, sorry, Tracy. So everything's the same. You'll be able to buy ammunition. You're going to be able to have uh, firearms dealers there. Uh, everything's the same, right? It'll be the, the same show. Maybe some improvements and new things you haven't seen before. But yes, the same good stuff that you've seen before in the past. Maybe they'll have gun sports radio out there. You never know, huh? We should do that. We should do that. You should do that. Hey, we can make. Awesome. I can make you a screaming deal. I mean, I do five hours of radio, and the last hour is we're on right now. So, I'll get Michael and Lance to chat with you, and we'll see if we can't make that happen. Because I think if we were there live, I think that would really help. I think it'd be really cool. That'd be awesome. So, Tracy, uh, how how are they going to process with the new laws having to do with ammunition? Are they just going to be able to process it right then and there? Or can people, is there going to be like a separate line or how, how does that work? Have you guys figured out the logistics for that yet? You know, we actually have, and that's really going to be done through each of the ammunition dealers themselves. So what I'm hearing from them is that if you purchased a firearm in the past, just recently, well, anytime you'll have a record with the state for the AFS system, or you can obtain your own specific COE that costs $22 for the full year. Yeah. But I'll do the background check. And if you've already um, purchased a firearm in the past, in the recent past, and you have a record with the state of California, it can take anywhere from 30 seconds to two minutes. At the very beginning of the process, um, when they were first learning, learning it, it was taking up to 10 minutes. But now they're getting, getting it done very quickly. So it's, I don't think it will be a problem. And they're all geared up and ready to do that for you. 
And you have, I'm not sure how much you can discuss it, but you have, there's still a court case going on. This is a temporary injunction. So do you have any idea what the timeline is? Do you think that the, you'll have your day in court within the next six months or 12 months or any idea? You know, I don't know exactly when it will, will be all resolved and we'll have a permanent, you know, judgment, I guess is the way it goes. But right now, it's looking like I would guess in the next six months is probably where we will have a final decision. Yeah, that seems like a good timeline. So, okay, so September and December, I think we, we got to talk to every gun shop. We need to make, we, you know, we at least have, you know, September and December. So let's blow this out of the water. Let's get every gun owner in San Diego to come to the gun show. We should talk. I, I wanna, I'm going to reach out to all the gun shops and say, hey, even if you've never bought a table there before, you know, now's the time. I saw Glock store. Uh, was talking about it and they're excited so i know they're gonna uh, want to be back and and uh, uh you know they were celebrating so i let's make this a huge celebration and blow this out of the water what do you think about that tracy you know i think that's a great idea if you haven't been there before it really would be a good, great way to drive up new business for your gun store and you know those of you who are members of the public attending you'll get a chance again to see all of those regulars plus uh, maybe a whole lot more new ones well, I thank you very much. I got to tell you, it, it was uh, an honor seeing how many people show up uh, in defense of the gun show and saying, yep. hey, this is not right. What Delmar's trying to do is not right. What the Agricultural Board did is not right. So I'm looking forward to a, a, a fantastic celebration. And congratulations on at least two more shows, Tracy. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And we really appreciate your support. All of you out there, thank you again for all the you've given us and the phone calls you've made and just showing up for us we really are grateful for you all right kiddo hey we'll drive safe and we'll talk to you down the road all right thank you have a good day all right folks this is gun sports radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back to gun sports radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer i like the way you do that hey folks lance is not here today he's out relaxing maybe he's tuning in we don't know but hey folks have you heard us tell you how easy it is to install a cali key and how it makes your ar rifle california legal in recognition of recent gun law changes well those law changes can put the unknowing owner of an ar-15 or ar-10 on the wrong side of a jail door if you want your ar to keep its pistol grip telescoping stock or grip and still have a detachable magazine check out cali key cali key is a cost-effective easy solution that will allow you to keep your ar compliant future-proof your ar from all those horrible new california gun laws keep your entire ar collection intact at a price you can afford with cali key check out cali key at calikey.com that's k-a-l-i-k-e-y k-a-l-i-k-e-y.com and in the meantime do you or your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident with the law, what is your plan to pay for bail and expensive lawyer fees? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. That's less than $10 a month. You will have peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com or call them at 469-310-9100 469-310-9100 and hopefully you never get into a situation but if you do you might get 
a great lawyer out of the law firm of Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance LLP, and that would be John Dillon, the man that walks on gun water. Go to cafirearmslaw.com. He will help you with any of your uh, gun questions, whether you're transporting a gun, maybe your grandfather passed away and left you some some weapons, and, and you don't know whether if you can bring them into California or not. Never make that mistake of just thinking you can do it. Call John at 760-431-9501. How you doing, John? Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, not bad. What's you up to? Hey, man. Yeah, what are you doing? Not much, you know, just trying to get through the rest of the weekend and start the work week, right? Stay, are you staying cool? <laughs> Not at all. I'm in Fallbrook. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's actually a pretty nice day out, although it's warm. There's still a good amount of shade. But, uh, yeah, uh, I as well as I'm sure a lot of other people are pretty happy to hear that uh, we're going to have the gun show coming up pretty soon. And I know I'll be attending. Well, uh, we yeah. we might be doing our radio show out there, so you can come in and sit with us. Yeah. Hey, I, I do that. As long as you give me a little bit of time to go shopping. No, <laughs> your wife already called me, and she said, make him a hard co-host for the four hours. Yeah, there's two days. One day broadcast, the other day shop. Oh, man. Okay. All righty. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll get her to give you permission. Have no fear, my friend. That'll work. Hey, can I ask uh, you? Yeah, I, unless you're prepared, can I can I ask you a quick question about the because this is something I'm curious about, and I'm it's just yeah. totally I'm throwing you on the spot here, and I, I hope I'm not messing up what you had planned. But so they're suing the ag board, and they got an injunction. They're going to have to go to court, um, and then a, they'll have a final decision, and then they could choose to appeal. At the same time, and maybe this isn't something you've thought of yet or, or thought about, but at the same time, Todd Gloria in all his infinite wisdom when it comes to gun laws. Uh, he's an assemblyman up in Sacramento. He's attempting to basically ban gun shows on any state property. Right. So that sounds identical. Are, are, can they just kind of, I, I guess, what's the relationship with this lawsuit and that piece of legislation? Like, Let's say that piece of legislation passes, and let's say the lawsuit is still going on at the same time or about to conclude. Do you have any idea what the relationship is or how that works? Uh, yeah, that'll be pretty interesting, actually. And that is one of the, the subjects I was going to bring up. Uh, I was going to talk a little bit about some legislation. But the interesting thing is, is that if they do try to pass that legislation, that will definitely fall under uh, the issue of the court case that's going on right now. Um, again, we get to that wonderful fact that the legislature, although they you know have, quote, lawyers that review the law to ensure that it is constitutional uh they just pass law it's it's not their job to guarantee that what they pass is a constitutional law so um you know they could really? pass the law and you know it could be a wholly unconstitutional law and then it's up to the courts to 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 settle it so um you know it's a, a good example of you can see how uh you know, the, the court case right now has enjoined uh, the Ag Board from, from banning these shows, and, and I am sure that our legislature is aware of, of this court case, and yet this is still something that they even want to consider. Uh, again, uh, like I said, it's not, you know, 
they don't believe it's their job to, you know, really pass the constitutional laws. They're just going to pass the laws and it's up to us to figure it out later. But yeah, that would. Well, Todd Gloria, he put out a, he put out a message like a snarky, ridiculous, childish message on his Facebook page where he put a, a, a link to the story about the gun show coming back to Del Mar, and his comment was something along the lines of, spoiler alert, I'm still passing my legislation. Yeah, again, really? uh, yeah. it's a perfect example to show people that uh, these, you know, quote, representatives uh, of our state and these people that are supposed to represent our interests, they don't. They don't care. They are passing the things that they want. Uh, and it does not matter uh, what the the law says, what the Constitution says. If they want it, they're going to get it. And that's unfortunately how, uh, you know, this state operates when it comes to passing laws and when it comes to passing gun control. Uh, they don't care about whether or not uh, it falls in line with the Constitution, whether it falls in line with DCV Heller and the subsequent decisions after that, uh, you know. Uh, they just don't want people in California to have guns. They don't want people to be able to buy guns. That, and that is a perfect example to show you that they don't care. They don't care about you, and they don't care about gun owners. Yeah, I think there's 400,000 gun owners in San Diego that are shocked to hear you say that uh, they actually look to see if a law is uh, constitutional or not before they pass it in Sacramento. <laughs> that certainly yeah, doesn't seem that way, does it? <laughs> Yeah, when I say it gets reviewed, you know, I'll just say that it's loosely uh, reviewed in that sense. But, yeah, it's just a perfect example of how, um, you know, it's it's not about your safety. It's not about, you know, passing constitutional good law. It's about passing whatever they want that restricts your rights. To chip away. And, you know, we just had this thing down in, in San Diego, uh, and they're going to have to vote on it again a uh, second time to make sure it passes, the storage law, um, ridiculousness. And that's one conversation I'm having over and over with people uh, because gun owners and people in general are, by and large, you know, reasonable, logical people, and they're they're kind of saying, well, "Well, gosh, what you know, what are they trying to accomplish?" Or has anybody talked to them and explained to them, you know, why this one? That's not the point. That's certainly not their point. Yeah. That's not you know, the city council is not going. Well, hey, let's make a logical decision that might actually uh, have an effect on uh, saving people. They're doing exactly what you're saying, John, which is they're trying to get, they're trying to uh, you know cinch down and and uh, you know on uh, gun ownership and gun usage. And they're putting their will over ours. They're no, trying exactly. to yeah, they're trying to control. They want us to live the way they want us to live. Yeah, and a good example here is, is right now uh, our legislature, uh, they're at recess for summer. They come back August 12th. But just a good example to show you that it's all about getting more control and taking away more things regarding firearms from people. Some of the major bills that have been you know on consideration you know this last year is you know AB 12, which would extend gun violence restraining order uh you know prohibitions from one year to five years mm. so wow. you know already there are issues with gun violence restraining orders it's an absurd process of stripping people of rights before actual proving someone committed a crime uh and now we want and, and they already got a one-year prohibition under the current law they want to make it a five-year prohibition 
AB 61, again, it's on gun violence restraining orders. Uh, co- uh, family and law enforcement are allowed to get gun violence restraining orders on people. But this one, they want to extend it to employers, coworkers, employees, secondary or post-secondary school personnel, all sorts of stuff. Uh, they want more people to be able to make a phone call and have, uh, you know, please kick down your door uh, based off of scant evidence, little to no evidence. And then they want to make sure that you're prohibited for five years. Uh, you know, and again, 879, AB 879 is a bill that would require firearm, quote, precursor parts to be uh, transferred through licensed dealers. So this is 80% uh, lowers, frames. These are, you know, just general parts of firearms that have never been regulated, uh, you know, both federally or by state, that every process, every law that they try to propose is another step to gain more control to restrict responsible law-abiding citizens' rights every single day. And okay. uh, again, they don't care about whether or not it's going to help anyone. They just want to restrict your rights. So let me just walk through, just let me just walk through, let me walk through a scenario real quick. You tell me if I'm right or wrong, you know, correct me, but let's say uh, someone's teacher, you know, um, you, you send your kid to school, your kid's in whatever, fifth grade. The fifth grader's teacher can now initiate a gun violence restraining order on their student's parent, right? Well, the, that law hasn't been passed yet, but it's, I'm sorry, you right. know, on the table is being discussed. That's okay. They, so they want that to be law, yes. If that were law, or once that's passed let's, next year, which you know, who, who are we fooling? They're going to be able to pass. They have a super majority. Um, so, you know, little Johnny's teacher can can say, hey, uh, I think this person is dangerous. Um, uh, we need to take their gun away and prove that they're not dangerous. And little Johnny's dad or mom now loses all their guns and they have to go to court in order to get those guns back. Is that is that accurate so far still? Yeah, that's essentially what happened. Okay, what and, would happen. And if it's decided in a court um, that they are, uh, um, you know, dangerous, um, then they could lose their guns forever. Or how does the five year thing figure in? It can be right now if the the court rules that you are dangerous, uh, that you you are endangered, and there's a gun violence training order issue. Uh, that it's a one year prohibition. They want to extend it to a five year prohibition. And then so you can subsequently continue to extend that prohibition uh, with further uh, hearings. So if you're coming to the end of that time period, they can petition to extend it. Um, and again, it, these issues, it's just like 5150 cases, gun violence restraining order issues. When you're coming in, uh, you have, you know, it's on you to prove that you, you're safe uh, with your firearms. Uh and I'll tell you, the bias uh, in, in those settings is absolutely overwhelming. Yeah. Uh, all right. It does well, not matter if all the evidence supports you. You're. It's going to be difficult. That's we got to go to a break, but yeah. I think Brandon from Firearms Policy Coalition said it best when he said to me, I don't know if he stole it from somebody, but he said it best. I heard him put it best. If someone is breaking the law, then you can take guns away from them. If they're not breaking the law, why are we taking guns away from them? And I think that underscores uh, the problem with the gun violence restraining orders perfectly. But anyway, yeah. thank you very much, John. All right, buddy. We sure appreciate okay. it. 
Don't forget to check him out if you have any issues whatsoever. That's Gatsky, Dillon, and Balance, LLP, CAFirearmslaw.com, CAFirearmslaw.com. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we come back. We got Casey from the Gun Range San Diego. He'll be chatting with us right here on FM 961, AM 1170. The, the answer. answer. <laughs> Folks, hey, welcome back to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks, have you heard us tell you how easy it is to install a Cali key and how it makes your AR rifle California legal in recognition of recent gun law changes? Well, those law changes can put the unknowing owner of an AR-15 or AR-10 on the wrong side of the jail door. If you want your AR to keep its Pistol grip, telescoping stock, foregrip, and still have a detachable magazine. Check out Cali Key. That's Cali Key is a cost-effective, easy solution that'll allow you to keep all your ARs compliant and future-proof your ARs from all those terrible California laws. Keep your entire AR collection intact at a price you can afford with Cali Key. That's CaliKey.com. K-A-L-I-K-E-Y.com. All right, this segment brought to you by the good folks at The Gun Range San Diego, 7853 Balboa Avenue, 10 to 10, seven days a week, 858-573-1911. Go to thegunrangesandiego.com. They are truly the Nordstrom's of gun ranges, just not the price. We got our good buddy Casey on the line. How's it going, man? Staying cool? Yeah, we're trying to. We got the AC flaring in here, so... Keeping us relatively cool, but you know how it gets in the rain. It's a little hot, but not the worst. People don't complain too much. Not when you're shooting. No, exactly. And then once you're done, you're like, oh, it's a little toasty in here, but they're already outside. So it's keeping us busy here. We have a steady stream of people coming in, you know, Comic Con. Usually slows down at gun ranges and whatnot. Not here. We've been darn near packed all day long. So we're not complaining. Do you guys have out of out, like out of towners coming th- who are here for Comic Con that go in and, and and shoot? Yeah, we've had actually quite a bit of people coming in here. They'll go to Comic Con Saturday, maybe go in the evenings on Sunday and whatnot. But yeah, we have a lot of people that have been coming in for Comic Con. So boy, you know, you know Casey, just get to talk to them. Are stuff. they in costume? <laughs> no. So, yeah, I, I wish. You know, we we thought about doing that. But, yeah. Uh, I guess we did that last year. Not so many people came in. Because I mean. Depending on what costumes they're wearing, you know, I'd be cool with it. But some people get some really extravagant costumes. And <laughs> well, what about really put ear pro on over a helmet? <laughs> I just had an idea. What about putting on like you could put together like packages? Like this is the yeah. the Punisher package, and it has a couple of you know Frank <laughs> Castle specials. And uh, there you go. Yeah, right. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, we've been we've been talking about doing more things like that. You know, like you know, costume stuff's always fun, especially when it goes with the holidays, like. Uh, depending on which ones we're looking at, uh, Halloween's always fun. You know, we'll all dress up in here. We're thinking about doing, you know, like uh, range wide. All of us having like a certain set. So we're thinking about having all the range officers and everybody dress up like Ninja or t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles this year coming up. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so you know, it, it's always fun having people come in here. You know, when it's come to Comic Con, we're like, oh, cool, wait, yeah, cool, we expect it, but. You know, if we have somebody just randomly showing up in different costumes and stuff, we scratch our head a little bit. We're like, hey, you know, come shoot. Why not? Yeah. Did you see the Top Gun trailer, by the way? 
Top Gun 2? No, I haven't. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Is it going to be a good one? Oh, I can't wait. I, I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm I know it's, it's way off topic. I apologize. But the, the Top Gun 2. Uh, it just flashed yeah. into your head? Is it, that what that Oh, was? I can't wait. I'm such, I was such a Top yeah. Gun junkie back when I was like eight or something. But, yeah. I mean, I feel like Top Gun is one of probably the most, I would say up there in some of the most iconic movies that everybody knows. Yeah. Everybody knows Top Gun. Yeah. You know, and there's actually the, the bar scene where they uh, playing, you know, yeah. the fire that's actually downtown San Diego at a little barbecue house. And that's gone down there. It's actually right across the street from Comic-Con. Yep, Kansas you know, City Barbecue. They have the piano. Yep. yep. I've gone down there, you know, playing the piano. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> nice. And you the, play the piano? The I could dabble in it here and there. It's been a long time. But, you know, I can, I can fake it till I make it. You should see him on a motorcycle. I bet. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I need to get my... I have a motorcycle. I'm rebuilding some of my dad's ones. But anyways, back to guns, back to guns. Um, what we're going to talk about today is battle rifles. You know, you don't really... You hear about AR-15s, this and that, but battle rifles. We're talking about 7.62 by 5.1 or 308 specifically. Anybody have a 308 rifle? I don't have I don't have a 308. I have a... Th- I have a th- well, I just have a 30 out 6 and a 300 Win Mag. I don't have... Uh, a mm-hmm. Well, let me ask so, you this, since I don't normally get involved in these conversations, but back in the <laughs> day, and I don't even know how I came about it, but I ended up with a British 303. Is that uh-huh. kind of like what we're talking about? So my specific thing is going to be talking about from, you know, late 70s to current times. And by 308s, I mean semi-automatic rifles like M1As, FALs, yeah. P3s, PTR-91, SCAR-17. The more modern, heavy-duty battle rifle that'll be uh, basically a step up from, you know, M4s and whatnot like that. So a lot of times they're kind of turned into DM rifles nowadays. Yeah. But battle rifles are excellent excellent implementations on the battlefield. Now, in the military, we had them. Ours was the M110 SAS, and that was basically an AR-10 platform made by Knights Army. Excellent gun, just got awful heavy. Yeah, but you know yeah, what you know what else are good for? Yeah. Hey, Casey, you know what else are good for? Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. lock your keys in the car and you're <laughs> camping and you look at your buddy and say, Well, how are we gonna get in? Hey, let's shoot a window out. <laughs> so we blew out the whole we blew out one window on the driver's side and son of a gun, that bullet went through and got the other window too. <laughs> Yeah, they'll do that. I funny <laughs> really thing. Got some power to it. Yeah, you know, battle rifles. I, they're great. I love my battle rifles. You know, you have your AR-15s and stuff like that, which are cool. Well, what's I the tell, tell folks? Yeah, what's the difference? Tell people what the difference is. Why is an AR-15 so, not a battle rifle? So it's more of a modern implementation now. Battle rifles, you're looking at ranges exceeding 500 meters accurately with plenty of power under the target. Uh, five, five, six can reach that, but you're not quite getting the velocity and the impact of it. So that's when you have these big 308 battle rifles where you actually have longer distances that you can actually engage targets at a longer distance like that. Uh, AR-15s, M4, stuff like that, yeah, you can reach out and touch stuff like it, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult. And those are kind of more tailored for upper close combat, like around you know, 300, 400 meters and closer. 308s and whatnot, you can reach out and slap somebody a 1,000 meters with them easily. Mm. So I tend to prefer my M1As. I absolutely love them. I have two. They're my favorite rifles so far. Other really good ones would be by PTR or Heckling Cross G3s if you can ever find those. And those are big, big, bad 308 rifles, semi-automatic. You can get them in California. They can be featureless. Awesome rifles. They just kick like a mule. <laughs> uh, other ones out there is your good old FAL. 
I yeah. think those are awesome rifles. Extremely reliable. Um, they're not necessarily known for their accuracy. They're still going to be, you know, acceptable, accurate, but they're not like, you know, a sniper system. And I say that with air quotations because I hate the word sniper. But mm. anyways, <laughs> you have your FALs and whatnot like that, and then your AR-10 platforms. Um, I would say AR-10 platforms are some of the more modern ones. You'll see them in the M110s or kind of like SCAR-17 builds. AR-10s? can be kind of finicky. If you get good quality parts or a good company that makes them, like LWRC, POF, LaRue, majority of the companies make excellent quality rifles, but when people try to skimp out and do like a budget bill in the AR-10s, they usually fall short and run into issues because it's basically a 5.56 rifle that they just superimposed and made the part slightly bigger. And if you don't get the matching parts to it, usually you run into hiccups with it. So AR-10s are good. They're just usually heavy as heck well the, the so the m1a let's let's go back mm-hmm. up there um and you said you own a couple of those and i i think they're mm-hmm. fantastic as well an m1a absolutely is springfield the only one that makes an, an m1a yeah, so M1A is going to be by Springfield. There, back in Vietnam, you had uh, the ones that you had the M14. Springfield made them. Uh, I believe Ohio Ordnance made like a kind of runoff with it. They had some other ones called the BM59, which I believe was an Italian one, if I remember correctly. But pretty much, it's just going to be Springfield is the majority that owns that one. And an M1A um, and an M14 is that's it's it's the same thing. It's like saying an M16 and an AR. It's it's the military designation I mean, is M14. Is am I, am exactly. I, the military, yeah, though, because the M16s and say the M14s, they'll have you know full auto selector or right. a burst fire and what like that. And then the M1A will always be like the civilian version of it, which doesn't have that selector switch. Same thing with AR15s; it's just the civilian designator. Close to the same gun, it'll be like different specs, and sometimes you know the civilian specter or spectrum of it actually makes improvements on it because the military is cheap. And Springfield has like the SOCOM and and uh, mm-hmm. uh, yep, you have the SOCOM, you have the Scout, and you have the standard. And in inside of the standard, you'll have you know your normal M1A standard. You have your loaded edition, which gives you a match grade trigger, sight, op rod, and barrel. If I remember correctly on that, then you'll have your national match and your super match. Those ones are extremely accurate. You know, you'll get down to close to one MOA with those for wow. a semi-automatic sniper system or semi-automatic rifle system. It's pretty good um but they're not known for their extreme accuracy they're just good enough you know you can still with the loaded m1a's they average from 1.25 to about 1.6 moa which is still you know the gun can do the job it just comes down the shooter yeah so and then they just released the new socom coming out which will be a tanker which is a 16 inch m1a in a wood stock oh Mm, that's yeah, a, so the, the Springfield's coming out with those. Nice, and but right now they have the they have the the, the black ones, the SOCOM, and then the mm-hmm. one with the black rails is the SOCOM yeah. two. So you have yeah, SOCOM so two electric SOCOM boogaloo. Two. I think is the official. Yeah, I know exactly. It has a big old Voltor heavy rail on it, um, and then you have the Scout, which can come in the synthetic stock and the wood stock, and the same thing with the full sizes. Um, I have a SOCOM and I have a full size. I love them both. The Scout is an excellent gun. I just had an opportunity to get, you know, the SOCOM and the other one, so I passed up on the Scout. But if I can go back and get, or uh, I'm tempted to get another one. But well, you know, I, I that's actually a really cool gun. I'm, I've always, I've been surprised that with all these stupid, uh, um, you know, assault weapons mm-hmm. laws, 
that in California, um, M1As aren't more popular because you don't have a pistol grip, you know, you don't have a foregrip. I mean, you right. pretty much go down and own it the way God intended it to, mm-hmm. to, to function. So I've always been surprised that California, they didn't take off more in California, but you guys sell all of them, right? Yes, we have everything. We have all of them in stock. That's the right answer. <laughs> we have everything. Stock, we just order them in. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yes. All right, seven and days a week. Seven days a week, ten to ten, folks. Check them out. The Guns Range, San Diego. Check their website out. Tell them you heard it right here on KECBQ AM eleven seventy. The answer. Folks, hey, welcome back. You are listening to Gun Sports Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The, the answer. Hey, you're slacking over there. I am. It's my first. It's I know it's actually your first time, so I'll let you slide this time. Hey, do you or any of your family keep a taser, pepper spray, firearm, or other weapon for personal protection? Do you have or are you going to get a CCW? Well, if you're involved in an incident, what are your plans to pay for bail and expensive lawyer fees? Talk to the good folks at Firearms Legal Protection for less than $10 a month. You will have a peace of mind knowing a 24-hour hotline and legal representation is waiting for you and your family. That's Firearms Legal Protection at www.firearmslegal.com or give them a call at 844-357-9400. All right. Hey, we have got Sam the Gunman on the line. That happens to be uh, Michael's... uh, nephew and hey before we get started sam i was thinking if we sent you our gun sports radio show do you think your shop that you work at would want to put that on their website um first of all good afternoon guys uh thanks for having me on again um (laughs) second of all uh honestly i don't think so they're not great about updating the website but um Uh... Don't ask them. They'll make you do it. <laughs> you get voluntold. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, plus, well, I don't know. They're all the way in. Virginia, well, bring it up. Sure. I mean, if, if I mean, in, the, in your conversation, if you just say, hey, you know, they've offered it. It doesn't cost you anything. If you'd like to do it, see what they say. Or at well, least, at uh, least uh, your segment. Yeah, at least your segment. Know, the last time something like that happened was uh, they noticed I was cleaning the used guns in our in our used case. And so they started offering cleaning as a paid service. <laughs> and guess who's the cleaner? Well, me, of course. Yeah. Well, of course. That's job security. Job security. That's not. Yeah, that's not a. That's not a uh, job. That's an opportunity, my friend. Yeah, and you love cleaning guns. Yeah, it's not too bad. All, All right, right. You what ready? do you got? All right, here it is. You ready? You got your. Uh, you got your chocolate milk and everything ready. Got to your go? thinking cap on. Water this time. <laughs> okay, so Kim. From Valley Center, she writes in, and she would like to know uh, what is, or what was, the very first bullpup. What was the very first bullpup? Kim from Valley Center. Um, First of all, I I know why you're asking, why you selected that question. (laughs) Second of all, um, the first bullpup, to my knowledge, was a prototype of which only drawings exist, called the Thornycroft Carbine from around the time of the First World War. It was basically um, a, a bolt-action rifle yeah. in sort of a, a bullpup stock, and it was also canted to the side, sort of. Um, you'll have to look up these, these drawings online because 
uh, it's it's not even known if they made any examples, and definitely none of them exist. But um, the the idea was pretty much lost to time. People decided that it had some interesting potential, but there wasn't really a need to remove a little bit of overall length, and um, the uh, the ergonomic sacrifices were considered too great. English gunsmith earned a patent for the Thornycroft on July 18th, 1901. The Thornycroft held five rounds of 303 British within its internal magazine, and it measured seven and a half inches shorter and weighed less than the Lee Enfield rifle, which was in British service at the time. Fantastic job. Awesome job. So she gets a uh, shirt. She doesn't get a hat because she we used her question, but she didn't. But you, we didn't. We didn't stump you, which was absolutely amazing. Great job. Now, what you, now you. Why did we? First off, tell everybody what is a bullpup. If people are wondering, what is yeah, that? Yeah, because I had no idea what you're talking about. So, so for those of you who don't know, um, a bullpup is essentially <clears throat> a, a long gun where the trigger group is in front of the action. So, um, in other words, if you imagine a conventional rifle, delete the stock and move the trigger and pistol grip forward to maintain the same length of pull. And, and um, so what you're doing is you're essentially sacrificing things like um, ergonomics for um, a shorter overall length. Usually you can get somewhere between 6 and 11 inches off the overall length that way, which means in the same size package, you can have a longer barrel and consequently higher muzzle velocity. Yeah, what you're, what you're not uh, sacrificing is barrel length. Exactly. So whereas um, for a 26-inch long rifle, you could have uh, like a Mark 18 with a 10.3-inch barrel. Um, in the same overall length, you could have a bullpup with uh, like a 16-inch barrel. What was the purpose of building this gun? Of any bullpup or of the Thornycroft carbine? The Thornycroft carbine. Um, I have no idea. Probably saving overall length, but with, mm. uh, I mean, with a rifle that long, with that long of a barrel, you really wouldn't be losing too, too much terminal performance. And, and 303 British is a pretty stout cartridge anyway. Mm-hmm. Especially back then, the, the r- rifles were so long and, you know, cutting off seven and a half inches without having to sacrifice barrel length. And, you know, you shaved off a couple of, I don't know, pounds, but inches or ounces, I should say, at least, uh, was probably pretty valuable. So typically, I don't know. So if that made sense to everybody, typically the magazine um, is behind the trigger rather than in front of the trigger is, is kind of the... Uh, the short way of explaining it, where if you look at most guns, like an AR and AK uh, pattern, uh, the magazine is typically in front of the trigger, whereas in most bullpups, the magazine is behind the trigger. And that's how they save overall length while not sacrificing uh, barrel length. Now, why did I pick that question? Um, well, you picked that question because, um, as uh, well, as, as of course you guys recall, as, as some listeners might recall, um, I do work at a gun shop. So I get a, a pretty good employee discount and I also get to hang around guns all the time. Um, so I, I've been saving up my paychecks and I went and splurged on a bullpup, a Keltec RDB specifically. And uh, now all the Keltec haters are going to be telling me why uh, that's a bad purchase. <laughs> and uh, everyone's going to be saying I should have gotten a cheap AR instead. Um, but fortunately, none of the listeners of this show have my contact info. So I won't do it. <laughs> But what no one's going to criticize you for is saving up your paychecks and buying your first rifle. Congratulations. 
Well, it, it's not my first rifle that I own, but it's the first one I have bought. First one, that you, absolutely. That's what I meant. So, did you, you shot it? Did you? How did it go? Yeah, I put. Uh, I took it out to the range to zero. Um, I, I put some some flip up iron sights on it because I like shooting with iron sights, and I also put uh, a vortex spark red dot on it. And so I took it out to the range, put sixty rounds through it to zero it. Um, it performed flawlessly. Um, the, I was messing around with the gas system at first cause it's got adjustable gas, but hmm. then I realized it was absolutely fine out of the box. So I just left it where it had been. What's and, the purpose of an adjustable gas system? So that if you're using less powerful ammo, you can turn it up. If, uh, if the rifle gets gunky, you can turn it up and it'll still function reliably. Or if you're using a suppressor, then you can turn down the gas and it won't start, uh, beating the rifle apart. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. And how did it, it perform well? You liked it? Yeah, absolutely flawlessly. Um, one of the design quirks of that rifle, um, just how it's designed, is that the bolt carrier group loses almost all of its energy, if not all of its energy, before it hits the rear of the receiver. So the recoil, even for a 5.56, five, is very light and very gentle. Wow. So it, it is 5.56. Five, it, it uses the same magazines as an AR, correct? It does. It came with a P mag, and I got a couple more. Well, I got to tell you, Caltech. Uh, I haven't shot their 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 bullpup rifle, but their bullpup shotgun, their KSG, is awesome. I just have absolutely fallen in love with mine, um, and uh, you know, they, I think they knocked it out of the park with a uh, with their KSG. So if if their rifle shoots anywhere near as good as their KSG, then I think you got a winner. So who would you recommend if someone's listening out there and they thought, well, gee, that's something I might want to look into. Who would you recommend uh, a, a Caltech? Uh, uh, what's the model again? RDB rifle downward ejecting bullpup. So who would you recommend buy that? To? Who, who's it good for? Um, I wouldn't recommend it as a first gun for non-gun people. I would recommend it as something for an enthusiast who wants something interesting and different and not an AR. I mean, <laughs> I have nothing, nothing against ARs, but, um, I mean, honestly, there are a lot of them out there. Just a few. All right, buddy. Hey, well, thank you very much for taking time out of your afternoon. Always, always a good segment and, uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Yeah, fantastic job, Sam. Thanks, you too. All right, folks, if you want to try to stump uh, Sam the gunman, go to San Diego County com. You can ask a question. Yep. And if you uh, stump him, you will win a shirt and a hat. Yeah, if, if we use your question, you'll get a shirt. You get a shirt. If you stump him, we'll throw in a hat. Boing. Can't <laughs> beat that with a stick. All right. Hey, folks, we really want to thank everybody that's uh, listening today, and hopefully you tell all your friends. And we really want to thank our sponsors, the San Diego County GunOwners.com. Go there, spend $10. You'll be so informed, and you'll have more fun than you can imagine. The TheGunRangeSanDiego.com. Great gun range, Nordstrom uh, service, not the price. CAFirearmsLaw.com if you need a, a lawyer firearmslegal.com to be protected 24 hours a day and calikey.com to get all your ARs up to snuff. I want to thank uh, Lance Pelkey, Michael Schwartz, Casey Harrisworth, John Dillon and Brendan, our board op right here on FM 961 AM 1170 The Answer
Gun Sports Radio is sponsored by Love Radio Network.